Hey, welcome to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Today, I'm going to talk about my crazy Glacier National Park hike story. So here we go. Okay, so about um, four or five months ago, my buddy Jake Garrett was like, hey, do you want to go on this hike with me? And just a short version of that is me, Jake, and Chris Holcomb plan to go on this hike to add to my stories about uh, what happens in the meantime. So I was like, yeah, sure. I've done a little bit. Like I worked at a camp one summer in Colorado. We did like a two and a half day hike and, you know, we had a professional guide. And so I was like, I'm sure that I can figure it out. But I wouldn't say that I am a like outdoor. I love being outdoors and camping in RVs. Maybe a 45-foot luxury motorhome is my flavor. Uh, but I'm not a big, like, hike guy. Like, someone's like, we live in Oklahoma. We have what's called the Wichita Mountains. They're, uh, they're hills. But people go all the time, and I'm like, eh, nah, I'm okay. But um, this one, I was like, Glacier National Park. This would be really cool to go and to visit. So, yeah, I'm in. He was like, okay, it's five days, 54 miles. I was like, man, that sounds... Like a lot, but I'm sure I can handle it. You know, I'm I don't I don't want to brag, I don't want to boast, but I will say that um, I'm a high energy guy. I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. I'm sure I can handle it. Chris had just lost like a hundred pounds, so he's feeling like he's in peak condition. Jake's in good shape. He was a college athlete, so we're like, we can handle it. And I would say the training for this for me uh, was it didn't exist. I did not train. And maybe you're listening and you've done a lot of hikes and you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe he did that. Uh, but yeah, didn't train, just jumped right into it. It was five days and so there was a, a handful of, or no, five different um, mile durations. So the first day was like 12 miles, second day was 10, third day was like 15, fourth day was 12 miles, last day was six. So the last day was like going to be the best day. So as we're traveling on the fourth day, and this is just one story, maybe I'll share more later, uh, but this one is really cool, and I just think it's, you know, kind of one of those moments where you realize you never know, okay? So on the fourth day, uh, we're coming down from 50 Mountain. That was just part of the, that's one of the mountainscapes that you journey through this 54-mile hike, and we're actually doing our last two miles of the day. And that was a, I think it was a 12 mile day, maybe, or 15. I can't remember. But it was, we're about two miles away from our campsite. Chris starts cramping pretty hard. He's, he's in bad shape. It was a tough day. It was, you go eight miles up, I think, seven miles down. And uh, so he was hurting. And it, it wasn't easy, but I also was like, hey, we, we got one more day. Like, I basically feel like we're on our last day. And it's crazy because you don't have, like, I couldn't call my wife. Like, you have no idea what's going on at home. It literally feels like we could get off the mountain and we get to the trailhead and it's like, oh, the apocalypse happened? Like, that's what it feels like when you're out there. Again, if you're a professional hiker, you're like, yeah, I know, I do it. Well, to us, that that's never happened. I don't think I've gone five days like that without some type of technology in my entire life. So... As we're approaching our camp for the last night, we're, I mean, just inching because we're all tired, but Chris is just cramping hard and, and we're nervous. We're scared that, you know, man, is he going to, is he going to pull through? We're going to have to leave him here. Like I, I was willing to do that. I had to get home, you know, I had got goals and dreams. So 
as we are approaching the camp, he we get to our site and he just lays down and he's hurting and I'm like, dude, you need to drink water. Like, drink as much water as you can. And uh, as we go to the cook area, because that's about a hundred yards from your campsite, because this this is Grizzly home, okay, Grizzly bear home in Glacier National Park, and we did. We saw some bears, but uh, as we get over to the cook area. There's four guys there, and every time, every night when you got to a campsite, usually we're there with about four to six people. So that was refreshing because you got to see other hikers and hear about how their hike's going, where they've been, where they're headed. And so we get there, and we're talking to the guys, and they're like, so how, just you two? And we're like, no, we have another buddy. He's actually, he's not doing great. He's cramping pretty bad. And I just, I just told him, you know, you need to be pounding the water. That's all you need to be drinking. And the guy, one of the guys out of the four goes, well, you know, John over here, I can't remember his name, but John over here is a doctor. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, probably the worst thing he can do right now is drink water. And I was like, oh, okay. So I run back real quick and I was like, hey, buddy, Christopher. Um, yeah, remember how I told you to drink all that water? Go ahead and stop, okay? And I don't even remember the reason, but basically it's just, it's not good. It's, it would hurt him more. He needed like electrolytes and Gatorade and stuff. Obviously, we didn't have any. But eventually, they're like, get, tell your buddy to come over here. So we get him over there, and they have some energy gummies. And then one of the other guys says, well, hey, I, I got some black tea. Uh, you can have some of this black tea. It's going to be really good for you. And so Chris is drinking that, and we're, he's eating the gummies, and he starts feeling better like almost immediately. Also, not to throw Chris under the bus, that's a little bit of how he is, okay? he, um, We kind of make fun of him for, uh, what's the word, not, not being tough, which he's a really tough guy, but in these scenarios, uh, when he's hurting, he's hurting, and then he gets better pretty fast, so at least that's good. So we're sitting there, and we're talking to these four guys, and uh, we asked where are you from so the doctor actually was a brain surgeon and I was like maybe lead with that like that's really cool like I if I was a brain surgeon I would be like rubbing that in any chance I got I wouldn't just say I'm like I'm a brain surgeon right like uh and so that's cool and he's a brain surgeon in Boston which is neat and then his three buddies were all from LA so that was cool and um we before we even got to really ask what the other guys did they asked us and so, you know, we tell them, we're like, hey, we're all pastors. And if you're not a pastor, you're not in that world. Sometimes that's a scary moment because a lot of people maybe have ideas of uh, what a pastor is, or maybe they've been hurt by the church or maybe whatever. So like, sometimes you're like, Ooh, are they going to, did they have a bad experience with the pastor? Are they going to judge us? And so it's funny. Like we kind of, kind of get nerve nervous to share that but at the same time it's like we're proud of what we do and we want to tell them so we told them and they were like oh that's cool and we began to talk and we realized they're not christians they're really just not any you know they don't they're just living life and great guys and they uh begin to just ask us question after question for like two hours and we're talking about hot topics um and, but they're really nice and they're not uh they're not condescending at all. They're just interested and they're intrigued. And so they're asking us questions. We're laughing. We're answering them and basically just talking about us being pastors for two hours and talking about Jesus and, and God and how we believe he wants to interact in the world. So really cool moment. And, uh, and then we go to bed and they're like, hey, we're, we're heading out too. They have the same last six miles that we have, but they planned on leaving an hour before us. And so when we wake up in the morning, 
we see them, they wave goodbye, and uh, that that was cool, you know, it was like, hey, they were like, good luck, we'll see you, and sure enough, just plan on never seeing them again, and so as we finish the hike, we actually, it was, we had a 24-hour period before our plane, and we get to the airport the next day, so Sunday morning, we finish the hike, Monday morning, we go to the airport, and as we're in line, all of a sudden, John, the doctor, the brain surgeon, goes, guys, hey, guys, and he waves over to us, and uh, w- really cool moment because it was like, you made it, like you're alive. Like we figured that they did, but you never know, you know? So uh, we're talking to him and he's like, how did it go for you guys as you finished up? And we told him that that last day we came up right on a grizzly, about 30 feet, scariest moment of my life, hands down. And uh, as we're talking to him, he just goes, hey, you know, as we ended our last day, as we went out our last six miles, we were talking to each other and we just were kind of saying, hey, who who did you enjoy spending the most time with whenever we did run into people? Because you'd run into about eight people a day and then at your campsite you'd have, you know, about four to six and or whatever. I said, yeah, like right around that number. And so he said, we collectively said that we enjoyed our time with the pastors the most, which is cool because you rarely hear that, right? And so that was really neat. And they were they were on a seven day hike, and uh, we were like, dude, thank you. That's that's you know flattering, and we appreciate that. And uh, he goes, yeah, we didn't get to talk about what the other guys did and do. And we we're like, yeah, no, we didn't. He's like, they're you know they're from L.A., but they're like Hollywood guys. They are Hollywood people. And we were like, oh, okay, do tell, right? And he goes on and he says, yeah, the 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 one guy uh, or the two guys are screenwriters and agents we're like that's cool like can i get in a movie or something and and then he goes and the other guy that handed chris the black tea was a director for the walking dead we were like no way you're kidding me he's like yeah he was he was one of the directors at one point we're like that is awesome and more importantly as i just the next week i mean truly really thought about it I was like, man, you never know. You never know who you're talking to. And I just thought that was awesome and really gave me, you know, a reminder that just the rest of my life, I want to make sure that no matter, it doesn't mean that someone always has to be like something like that, but I want to give everybody the value they deserve. And so on top of that, it was thinking about we spent two hours talking to these guys about being pastors and about Jesus and what we believe. And the whole time had no idea that they were guys that were a part of a show that's huge. One of the most famous shows in history. And it's just a reminder that, you know, God will direct and lead you where he wants you to go. And, and again, it's not like all of a sudden at the end of this, they were like, we're following Jesus, you know, like, no. But still, we were able to just talk to him about it. And it wasn't weird. And I think that as Christians, we get so nervous about it. And I think you just have to tell your story. That's it. You just have to tell your story. There's nothing else. You don't have to uh, prove anything. You know, God is never just waiting for you to make sure that like you're his lawyer, as Bob Goff talks about. He, he, he He's not intimidated if maybe you get some things wrong. Like God is, you're not going to make God look bad. And so 
as Christians, I think we need to be more courageous in just telling our story, just being like, hey, this is what I believe. Uh, Jesus fulfills my life, and uh, I couldn't do it without him. And that's just who I am, and I, I, that's all I know, you know? And then that's what was so cool about that story. And plus, it's just cool to say that I hung out and talked with the director of a big show. So that's one of the crazy stories that we have from the hike and maybe I'll share more, but I just, A, just want to encourage you that no matter where you're at in life, no matter who you're talking to, um, everybody is valuable, and we can share with them what we believe, and it doesn't have to be this scary thing, right? So anyway, hope you're having a good day. Thanks for listening to the Timmy Riggs Life in the Meantime podcast.